1: or download the free Anchor app to get started.
2: This segment is brought to you by JigMaster Jigs. When in doubt, get the jig out. Go to JigMasters.com and use promo code PNF20 and save 20% off your next jig order today.
3: Welcome to the Paddle and Fin Podcast Network. This is the final cast segment with your hosts Brad Hicks and Josh Eldridge where we cast our final opinions on all products good and bad to the final cast welcome back to the final cast on the paddle and finn podcast network i'm brad and i'm josh uh tonight we have Corey barnett is that how you pronounce it yes sir uh cool he's a uh, running the company uh, Savior Outdoors, it's a rod, uh, um, flotation device, I guess you call it, and uh, yeah. So we're going to talk about his product a little bit and highlight it and all that stuff. So welcome to the show. Welcome to the show, Corey.
4: <laughs> Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. No problem, man. We're glad to have you on.
3: You're—he's actually a returning guest too. So second, yeah, time
2: yeah I am. <laughs> I heard I am. he's got
4: to deal with Jay Randall.
2: <laughs> actually jay randall's down uh by peoria this weekend or this week hunting turkeys for his first time ever so he's hunting with exactly. my father-in-law oh that's cool so. didn't know that I hope he kills one
3: yeah that'd be cool yeah he's getting more into that hunting stuff
2: yeah he is
3: yep. so cool let's uh start out uh uh letting the listeners know who you are uh what you do uh do you fish out of a kayak or anything
2: uh no not yet. Um uh, been mainly I've been really eyeballing it. A uh a couple new kayaks. Um but man, I don't have time to fish. We've been so busy with um the marketing and stuff for this. I mean it's just been impossible so far. So um but yeah, even, very soon there's gonna be a kayak in my life.
3: Heck yeah. <laughs> That's cool. So yeah, uh let's start off uh um, letting everybody know who you are what you do uh background uh, whatever you want to share
2: um well i'm Corey barnett i'm the owner of uh boomerang retrieval devices and our brand is the savior outdoors uh rod float systems that um mount to the end of your fishing rod so it doesn't uh um upset the balance or you know the the mess with the sensitivity of or anything like that so um, but yeah the in the the, um, the device we make here in Texas um, saw so it's a home-based business and um, but uh, yeah that's that's what I do man that's that's my main business marketing it and selling it and being a small business owner that's cool
4: so how did you come up with
2: the idea <clears throat> I was, um, we talked about this a little bit in the, in the beginning, but, um, back when I was about 12 or 13, man, I, I flipped a boat and me and a buddy of mine, I ended up losing his rod. And I remember thinking back then that, you know, I wish there was something that popped off that and, and, uh, you were able to, uh, get the rod back and, um, you know, that idea just kind of stuck with me and, you know, through the years, uh, growing up fishing and, And, um, I fished a lot with my grandpa. My grandpa was a, uh, a, um, really good mechanic and we would travel and he would work on race cars, but you know, we, we, I watched my grandma lose probably six or seven fishing rods throughout my whole life. And then, um, you know, one day my father-in-law ended up dropping one. I was like, man, there's got to be a market for this thing. And I went out and looked at the, uh, rod floats and I put them on for, you know, about a day. And, um, I just took it off. I mean, I, I, I just, I just wasn't going to, um, I just didn't want to use them. So, you know, and it just kept the, the, the seed was the light bulb that went off a long time before that. And I was like, I just got to start pursuing this thing. I know I can build something that people will like, you know, and something that functions well and looks good. It doesn't harm the fishing rod in the, in the process. So.
3: Yeah. And I, I like how, uh, you guys are uh, putting it on the butts of rods it, it keep, keeps it out of the way unlike the actually the rod float that's in josh's background right
4: now <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> those things are obnoxious man your line likes to catch on the velcro and yep it's uh, like i've for some reason i still have one on my spinning rod everybody asks me they're like uh, why do you just have one of those? And I'm like, because I'm so lazy that I can't undo two tiny Velcro's and just take it <laughs> off. I had, yeah, yeah. I, had, I had an issue uh, two years ago. The first time I ever went kayak fishing, I had my Kusa It was the first time I took it out. And I knocked my favorite co- spinning combo out of the um, little rod holder to um, setup that the kusa has on the sides and lost that rod couldn't get it back um and then fast forward two years after that in one spring i threw two rods in the water and when i mean through i didn't throw them like on purpose Uh, my hands were wet and when i went to cast i accidentally like bumped um the reel and clicked it engaged it and so with the force of the lure kind of snapping it twisted the rod out of my hands. I did that twice in the same season oh, and both those combos cost, cost me about 250 bucks each. So, uh, after that, I started putting those, um, little foam wraparound style flotation devices on them. But man, with, with, um, with the bait casters, they like to, um, just snag on that, that little Velcro strap real easy. Mm-hmm. um, you know even at, it wasn't every time because i would turn the tab part of the velcro like away from the line and i'd be good to go but after some time that thing turns on its own and would turn back up and i would catch it again and again and again so i just got tired of it and took them off and uh, the spinning rod i didn't have that issue with the spinning rod kept the line catching on those velcro tabs but uh, the one for my spinning rod the spinning rod I throw is a medium light I don't really throw mediums at all so mm-hmm. the the rod diameter itself is kind of on the thin side and I'm even even though I'm using the light setup foam uh, flotation device it still slides a little bit up and down the rod sometimes so I'll go to cast and I think it'll slide up and you'll hear hear the line like whip against it like real crazy so um yeah they're pretty obnoxious so like I, I remember when jay started um promoting well he's been promoting you guys for a while before i knew him but i remember after i met him and stuff and i was like dude you know tell me how that works and that was kind of my next question Corey. like where did you come up with that idea like how did you engineer that and like what did it take to like put that all together like and describe it because there's a lot of people out there that actually Mm -hmm. don't even have a clue really how it works until they buy it you know
2: yeah so um i was looking for something had to dissolve um in order to eject a float i mean i i i studied some mechanical engineering i'm not a mechanical engineer um but i did i did get really proficient at a design software Um, and back home it was pro engineer and then down here I started using something else but what I did was um, you know I I pretty quickly found the uh, hockey Roberts salt bobbins that they use in the auto inflatable life jackets Mm -hmm. and um, I was like you know, I did. I didn't want to use them because they were expensive. I just wanted to try a salt. But after you, after I learned how those things worked, and, um, and it took me a few tries to figure out how I could even get them to work because I'm doing something completely different than what they do. I mean, they're they are uh, puncturing a CO two, and I'm releasing something. So, um, but what I Basically, what I did, man, is is um, I trial and error this thing to death. It took me um, probably ten tries to even get it to set off the way I wanted it to. Hmm. And um, I had ten tries the first time because they only sent me ten samples of those things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the guy, the guy that that I I just got lucky and found. You know, got, got on a phone call with one of the guys and said, Hey, at at that company. And I said, Hey, I'm trying a product out. And he's like, all right, I'm sending you 10. He just wanted to get up and get me off the phone. (laughs) I, I, you know, I, I I finally came back around and figured out how to get it to work. And I, and, um, you know, it just, it's just trial and error, man. It's research and development. You've got to, you've got to, you know, if you want it that bad, you've got to really figure out how to do it. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, it, um, yeah, so, I mean, basically what it does is, so, and getting it to set off is one thing, okay, um, but controlling when it goes off is, was, has been a completely new animal, you know, yeah. I mean, because just, just the part of it, of controlling when the water gets to it is it's, it's hard. And, and the hard part about it is, is, is um, you know, you, you can do it with a bunch of valves. You can do it with a bunch of, you know, uh, with, with they've got many valves. And I, I mean, I tried everything. But, um, you know, finding this, finding this plastic that we use, this porous plastic that we use, um, has been a game changer, man. I mean, it, uh, it really has been um, the thing that's kind of set it apart. You know, because I mean, it can withstand the rain. You know, it can withstand the rain. It can withstand the the little shallow dips in the water, you know, okay. land of fish and things like that. But then once it hits, you know, three to five feet, it's gonna boom. It's gonna set off. So, um, so
3: is that like a pressure kind of yeah, gauged in
2: that? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, the 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 porous plastic that we use, it's it's kind of like a filter, and mm-hmm. they use it a lot in the medical field to administer like. Um, um, I guess, like accurate doses of medicine. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I guess when they push on, a, on a, uh, a pump and give it a little bit of pressure, it, 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 they can give ac- more accurate uh, measurements of it is how they explained it to me. But all I use it for is, and my background is I, I was a commercial diver, man. I, I mm-hmm. worked on oil rib for a short period of time. I worked on oil rigs and stuff like that down here in the gulf and then i came back up home to illinois and got into hyperbaric medicine where i learned about atmospheric pressure and things like that Hmm. and that's what that's how this thing works it works through the atmospheric pressure so those things are set to allow fluid through at about a pound pound and a half of pressure which is about three to five feet Mm, okay that's interesting and it kind of works like your eardrum man it's it's not a you know, you know the pressure you feel in the pool when you go down, yep. you know, go towards the bottom, say three to four feet? That's about the pressure we wanted. And it'll go off, it'll go off at shallower depths than that, but the, it, it, it's, um, it just takes longer to seep through. So it's, it's not a closed system. You know? it, it can never be sealed off completely. It's, it's got to allow water to come through at some point, but when it's just submerged in water – for a period of time, the water's going to win. It's just like yeah. water everywhere else, you know, yeah. because it's not completely sealed. I mean, there's there's cracks around the, the bottom, and not cracks, but it can seep in down, you know, down by where the spring's at and stuff. But, um, but for a short period of time, th- that, that porous plastic works on it really well
3: interesting you, you just a- answered two of the questions i had about the shallow water and then the pressure underneath underneath
2: <laughs> well, i mean that's that's the big thing man that's what that's what everybody wants to know yeah you know, they're like you know how, how do you keep it from going off in the rain and that's uh, that's it you know so um and it, it it actually just became a patent today really yeah that that part of it yeah i mean it, that's awesome congrats that was more that was thank you that was that was um
0: fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish it's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home it's about hearing the stories and traditions
2: that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way fishing like a local is having an experience that stays
0: with you forever and with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no
2: matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. We've kind of been keeping the whole thing kind of under wraps for a while. Yeah, not, I'm not, I, mean, not, I I really haven't told many people about how, how it really works because we didn't know, you know, what how it would work out. But, you know, finally did, so.
3: <laughs> Paddle and uh, listeners, you guys heard it here first.
2: Yep.
1: <laughs> That's exactly. awesome,
3: dude. That's cool. So, um, t- uh, talking about how it works a little bit, uh, d- drop it in the water. the The salt tablet dissolves, and then a spring uh, the pops, spring,
2: pops spring, it loose. Yeah, the spring fires the float off. So the salt the salt bobbin is actually held in place by a little we call it the we call it a um, ejector pin because um, the salt that is in there it's it's a circle it's it's round so it's got 360 degrees if it was any other shape it wouldn't work
4: mm-hmm. but
2: with it being round um, it's got the the uh, the benefit of that the um, the roundness of it I guess the, the, the 360 degrees of, of pressure held into it because the screw goes right down through the center and that little that little ejector pin holds itself in place and then once that, once the, once the salt gets just a little bit wet, man, it just fires right off. It's got, it's got about 30 to 35 pounds of pressure, spring pressure on it. Oh, geez. So, I mean, and, and that's, that's on purpose, man. I mean, that's one of the things when we were testing it that, um, we wanted to definitely clear it and be able to push a rod up and off of it, um, mm-hmm. to clear way for that float to come up. And I mean, if you watch it on the, um, if you watch it on the, uh, on one of our, I think it's on our website, it is on our website the the, uh, product demo tank mm-hmm. demo, um, we did that up in Oklahoma a few years back and, um, it, it fell down perfect and landed on the, on the butt of the rod. And when it went off, it had to shove the rod completely off of it mm-hmm. to clear away way for the float to come up. So, Okay. Um, And that's and thirty five pounds of pressure is nothing compared to what they use to puncture in in the um, in the auto inflatable life jackets. I mean, they use a lot higher spring pressure to puncture those cylinders. So we're not putting any undue pressure on that on the salt bottom at all.
3: So, so if somebody accidentally gets it wet and it doesn't go off, just don't don't look straight at it. Don't turn it in and look right. Don't look into it. You might poke your eye out. I've, I've,
2: had, I've had him pop me right in the face, man. It doesn't hurt. <laughs> it doesn't hurt. It, there's nothing. It doesn't do anything to you, man. It it pops you in the nose a little bit, but you're like, oh you know, yeah. That was yeah, just no, the first I mean, if, it, if it gets wet, I mean, it, it gives call. <laughs> You know, that's that's been my biggest thing man as I've been the the uh customer service that man I I just I hold myself to, you know? I mean, everybody that ever has a question, I try to answer the question and be as be as upfront as I can about it, you know? So, so. I thought you were
3: going to say something, Josh. <laughs> I had to shut my So
4: throat. um the flotation device, what is that exactly made of? Like is it Is it just foam
2: foam? It's EVA foam. It's just like the handles that are on your fishing rod. Okay. Um, If if you have foam handles, I mean, it's not, um, we could use cork too, but cork's just a little bit more expensive. And the EVA foam gives us the opportunity to um, be just adapt to more colors. I mean, the the thing that's gotten the most attention is like, is the, is the, the different colors that we can match fishing rods to. I mean, some of these guys are putting these on 400, $450 fishing rods and you know, they're, they're really wanting, they, they like the whole, uh, color matching thing. And, and, yeah. uh, you know, the things that were, what we're coming out with now is, is people are really liking. I mean, people are really, um, loving the new, I mean, we got a new GT teal that we just came out with, man. I think device. I just saw that. It's, 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 it's really cool. Um, the the, uh, the black ones, yep, that one right there. And I'm a huge racing fan, so if GT means, it, as soon as I saw those two colors right there together, if you guys ever seen any old racing pictures of the GT40, it's that color, uh, blue and orange color like that. So that's kind of where I came up with GTT on it. So. Huh,
3: that's cool. Um. I had a question about uh, the line. It, it, it's a braided line, right? Yeah. Uh, how, how, how many feet? 60 feet. And if you drop that in something that's deeper than uh, 60 feet, will will the rod, the weight it of the rod pull it up? It will not float the
2: rod. It will not float the rod. So you've got to have more line on there. You get 60 feet from us. If you If you're fishing in water that's deeper than that on a consistent basis, you need to strip that off and put a little bit smaller uh a little bit a a little bit um lighter pound test on it and you'll be able to get more we've put up to 140 feet on a um of 10 pound test on on the float
3: okay um
2: so and that's that's a high performance you know 10 pound test we're not using high performance parade i mean we're we, we our line needs to work once. We don't yeah. care about we don't care about our abrasion. We don't even care how it fishes. Um, <laughs> we want it to we want it to do one job, one job only. That's to get their rod back from a depth of 60 feet. And if they want to, um, we've done in the past couple of weeks. We've done a couple of live videos. We showed people how to do um, put line on the on the uh, on the spools and things like that. You know because it's it's not a sealed unit, man. You can take this thing apart. It's it's literally a spring and a float, that's it, and a cup. That's basically all it is. I mean, it's nothing to take it apart, put it back together. Hmm. Um, it's it's a simple system. It's not complicated at all. Um, you know, all you have to do to get to anything is just unscrew it, and um, okay. you know, it's 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 that simple.
4: Now, are the uh, floats themselves like um like a high vis? type of color that you can easily see it.
2: The orange, yellow, green, reds are, but our probably our most popular float color is black. (laughs) I'm looking at it right now. So, um, you know, Hey, yeah, that, that one right there that you're showing me, the, 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 uh, silver one with, uh, the black float is probably our, number two seller right now
3: probably because it matches rods better than
2: matches a lot of fishing rods yeah Um,
3: but that's probably where i'm i'm different than most people i'd probably go neon even if it didn't
4: match my rod you know
3: just just for that reason to be able to see it yeah
4: i mean that's how I would probably be too. Cause I have such bad eyesight I'd be like, I don't, I don't see it. And everybody'd be like, it's right there. And I'm like, I still don't see it. Like,
3: <laughs> if it was a snake, it would have bit you. Yeah.
2: It, it's um, I've never, I, I've never understood it, but I'm not going to ask the question. If they like black floats, man, they can have black floats. There, there you go. I, I tell you what, man, out of, out of um, it, it, those have just been selling like crazy. We just got the new we just got the new uh, the new black floats in they're kind of rounded at the top and um, gone through almost a whole bag full of them already so
3: that's awesome. This, uh, th- some of these designs look different. Is that for different uh, diameters of rods?
2: No they the, the, um, the two designs that you'll see in there is a split grip and a full handle. The full mm-hmm. handle are the full handles with the with the with the blunt nose,
3: mm-hmm.
2: with the blunt nose on them. Um, they are designed to mate right up to a, a full cork handle rod. Okay, so, um, And then the split grips are made for um, the uh, the split grips, the the one with the little nub handle on the end. mm
3: mm-hmm. Mhm. so 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 they they fit any any rod then without an issue
2: not well they have to it's we're mainly focused at the at the uh kayak bass fishing so i mean those those size rods yeah but no as far as going um we can get them to fit on any size rod but um they'll fit on most of the conventional bass fishing rods when you get up into like the swim bait rods and, and the extra heavy, yeah, um, like, um, seven Oh, extra, extra heavies, you know, they, they fit, but you gotta, you gotta work on them a little bit. But what we've been doing with, with the ones that are bigger than that, because we got a lot of guys that, that love swim baits and, um, you guys know Richie Lockery. He, he's the one, yeah, that, he's the one who kind of started all this, um, We um, sleeve them with either a broken off fishing rod or you can use um, like a golf club extension. We've just discovered that people are using too. So, um, yeah, I mean, we can get them to fit on any fishing rod.
3: Okay, that's cool. I didn't didn't know if you guys were going to ever get into like the saltwater game or anything with it or not.
2: The thing is with salt water, I mean, I would be, my designs would be a lot smaller, but I mean, we've got to pack fishing line on there. Yeah. We've got, we've got to pack fishing line on there. And the thing is with salt water is how deep do we, how many feet of line do we put on there?
3: Yeah. It could be a lot sometimes.
2: You know, exactly. And that, that braid is so expensive, you know? I mean, I, I get that those rods are expensive too, but you know, I mean, yeah, we could figure something out definitely, but is it going to be bigger than the reel that's already on there? Yeah. You know, I mean, if uh, I could see putting four or 500 feet on one, but man, you got to find a good, good line supplier. Oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
3: Um, I had a question. I just forgot it.
2: I do that all the time.
3: (laughs) But, uh, well, I, I, guess I got one. Uh,
2: do you, uh,
3: so these things, do they come with it, like any kind of like glue where you glue them on the rod?
2: Yeah, yeah. We send the, we send the epoxy with you. Um, you get directions, you know, and it's it's simple. It's it's.
0: At Midway USA, we know the AR-15 is one of the most popular rifles in modern American history. Known for its modularity and widespread use, it's often considered essential to any gun collection. The essential things you need to run an AR-15 are usually always in stock during shortages, things like magazines and 5.56 ammo. Whether you're looking to buy a new AR-15 or buy parts for your modern sporting rifle, log on, and for just about everything for the outdoors, shop midwayusa.com.
2: It is as simple as um, you're cutting a probably fifty if it's a really nice, um Mm -hmm. grip on there or like 25 cents worth of cork off to get these things on you're you're gluing to a blank post is what Mm -hmm. you're doing you know that's that's what you're trying to get to um sometimes you may have to trim a little bit of the rod which most of your fishing rods some of your fishing rods that you buy on the market i mean a lot of them have been trimmed anyways from the manufacturer i mean they they um, use. I mean, when we were making, when I was doing our fishing rods, which we're, we're talking to some companies about getting these put on their fishing rods. Um, but what they do is, I mean, to make a seven zero medium heavy, a lot of a lot of companies like we did, we used a 7.3 and we had a 7.3 medium heavy and a seven seven zero medium heavy.
1: You mm-hmm.
2: know? And um, so, I mean, terminal and and a lot of times you're not trimming more than maybe a quarter inch to maybe a half an inch off the back of that fishing rod. And there, it makes no difference whatsoever. You never feel it. And yeah. you, and in most cases, you're never, you're never losing any length or anything like that, you know, um, as far as the, the length of the, of the rod goes, because we make it all up with the retrieval device and, um, you know, the weight sometimes changes just a touch, but I mean, people, People get used to it and they, after they fish with it, just once once or twice.
3: Yeah. I see a lot of guys in like all the forums, like the kite bass fishing group. They're like, save your outdoors, try these. And then other guys are like, I don't want to cut these off my rods. And I'm like, cut, cutting the, the, the cork off these rods isn't, it can't be that hard to where it like should like worry somebody. You know what I mean? So, no, I mean, and, and
2: you know what? I, I get it. I understand that, mm-hmm. that cutting that cork off is, is a difficult thing to think about doing. Um, but my main goal when I designed this thing was, I'm not giving up anything that uh, any of the aspects of the fishing rod to save my fishing rod. I don't lose my rod that much mm-hmm. to say that I'm going to destroy everything about it with, sorry, man, I don't mean to talk about your rod floats, but with but you know, I'm, I'm not I didn't I didn't want to destroy the, the sensitivity of the fishing rod to save it in the event that it ever went overboard. You know, I mm-hmm. mean, it was it wasn't something that that I was willing to give up just to save it, you know, but I always, you know, I knew I knew I could build something that, you know, when some when I did drop my rod that I had a darn good chance of getting it back.
3: yeah
2: it's always been that's always been my thing my my um my thought behind it you know is is i'm not giving up i'm not giving up the whole The i'm not giving up all the aspects of that fishing rod to save it you know yeah it's it's if it happens you know i've never seen anybody watch a fishing rod fall in the water and be like oh good (laughs) it's awesome you know
4: i did by the third time
2: did want
4: that rod anyway. Yeah, I mean, exactly, I wasn't happy but... about it, but it was kind of like, oh man, not again. <laughs> oh, uh, dude, it, but... both times, both times, both my buddies were like, "I'll get in and get it," and I'm like, "Dude, it's 56 degree water, bro. <laughs> like,
2: it's it's yeah, not you're worth not getting it. it, man. Yeah, <laughs> you're not getting it, man. That's funny. you know, and 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 that's you know, that's that's the thing. You know, I wasn't I wasn't giving any of that up." And, and if it took, and if it took me making a huge mistake by designing it that way, so be it. But I wasn't giving that up. You know, I stuck to my guns, you know, my patent attorney said I was nuts. (laughs) (laughs) No, I didn't care because I mean, I have it designed as a clip on, man. You can go right into, you can go look at my patent and it's, it's a clip on, I mean, it's in Google patents right now. Um, public, public knowledge and huh. the first design on it is they clip onto the backbone of the fishing rod and the next one is going to the to the back end of it and that's you know that's the where i stuck to you know, i wasn't i wasn't giving it up
3: heck yeah it's a good idea man i i, I like it i want some myself
2: <laughs> but um, i know who can get you some
4: yeah <laughs> i know now <laughs> so what do you care to share the pricing on the uh, retrieval systems
2: yeah um, the retail the um, just our basic um, when I say basic I mean we have not painted them we we get the the bare plastic bodies and we pad print them those were 2495 any color float you want float color doesn't matter Everybody gets sixty feet of line. Um, they're twenty four ninety five, and then the paid in ones that we're doing are two twenty seven fifty, I believe.
4: Yeah, I think or twenty seven ninety five, twenty seven fifty, or twenty seven. Yeah, twenty
2: seven fifty or twenty seven ninety five, mm-hmm. and um, you can find it at sales or you can find it at saveyouroutdoors.com. com. Oh, and to reload them, um, everybody asks how much it is to to reload one once it goes off. Um, they're eight ninety five to to reload one, and um, <clears throat> one of the thing one of the other questions that people ask is you know how long do those because and, and it's and it's a valid question because um, in life jackets the the salt the salt bombs that we use have like a three year shelf life, hmm. so um, we're not saving lives here. We've had these things loaded on guys fishing rods for close to five years now that fish in all kinds hmm. of weather and situations and you know so um the it works the 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 waterproofing or the water suppression system i think is the best way to describe it that we were talking about earlier um, mm-hmm. it works um and it if i don't care uh we're not saving saving lives if it still works after three years keep using it you know so yeah. um you know there, there really is no time living on us man we're not saving lives so.
4: um i remember you talking in regards to like shallow versus deep water doesn't that affect also like how quickly that the float is um ejected yeah,
2: yeah exactly so as the pressure builds obviously more water is going to get forced in there um and yeah the shallower it is um i mean it can sit in a foot of water for I mean, I've seen them sit in the back of kayaks all day, you know, mm-hmm. and and not go off. Not saying that they didn't get wet and eventually go off, but you know, the guys that didn't, the guys that didn't know about them being in in water, you know, is, sometimes has um, has done that. But yeah, the deeper it goes, the quicker it goes off. So. You know, when it starts hitting three to five feet, the water's going through, and it's it's coming, it's it's going off. Once it hits about five feet, it's it's instant. I mean, it's oh, yeah. You, you've, yeah. It, when when you when um, in most cases, when you drop it in like fifteen feet of water, the float is usually at the surface before the rod is at the bottom, so you can still see when when, when the uh, when the you can still see line coming off the float as it's sitting on the top and the rod's still sinking okay so so
4: say it drops in about three feet of water how long do you estimate that it takes
2: um about 30 seconds okay when it hits and when it and and so but when it hits about five feet it's almost instant
0: midway usa brand product designers have one straightforward goal develop high-quality, technically sound products, and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super-fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com.
2: Yeah. I mean, that's the drastic change. That's the curve. So, I mean, sitting in a foot of water could sit there for hours, but in that deep water, you can reach down and pick it up.
3: That's crazy. Yeah.
2: You know, two feet of water, it's going to be about – it may it may take five minutes. It may, may take maybe even less than that. Um, but, and it just depends on kind of the clarity of the water, mm-hmm. um, the, uh, you know, how um, – it, it, just the clarity of the water and and uh you know whether there's if there's current sometimes or not can can affect it usually current makes it happen quicker um, mm, depending on which way sense. the and it, depending on which way the the float fell in if it's facing uphill current something like that um, can can help it to force water in there hmm. but uh but yeah no it's it's if you can't reach down and pick it up it's probably coming back to you pretty darn quick. So. <laughs> yeah.
3: So going back to the reload kit, what what all does that include?
2: Uh a spring and a um hockey robert salt bobbin. Okay. That's it. That's that you're you're we um we were wanting to when we first designed it we were wanting to not lose the spring. Yeah. But it just proved to be so much more of a difficult um, way to manufacture for me in the beginning. Um, so more than likely, you you lose the spring, mm-hmm. um, but you know we send one back with you.
3: Okay, didn't, so, I didn't know that. That's that's interesting.
2: Yeah. So and and I mean it 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 just works better. All that stuff's in there. It's 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 not loose, but it's not bound up. You know, I mean, it's it, it yeah. all kind of works loosely in there together. And then once it fires off, I mean, it's just got a clear, unobject- unobstructed path out. So it's just um, it's just smoother that way. So yeah.
1: <clears throat> I,
3: I I just came across uh, your savior action uh, camera retriever. You guys make them for GoPros, too?
2: Yeah um that's awesome i'm out of stock of those okay i'm actually kind of reworking those because um they're just they don't gopros don't sink exactly the same way that a fishing rod does yeah um so when the when the float a fishing rod always sinks um the the reel side the handle side Mm-hmm. It flips over upside down and the, the reel, or not upside down, a, a bait caster flips upside down. A spinning reel stays the same way, but it just it just falls butt first and goes straight down in the water. And it kind of goes down at an angle. And that's, that's fine because, I mean, basically what we're talking about with all this is, is basically like an upside down cup of water. You know, mm-hmm. when, when you stick, when you, when you were a kid, you'd stick a, a, an upside down cup in the, in the tub and it'd hold air. That's what we're kind of overcoming with this, you know, and, and, and when, when the cameras fall in, um, what they do is the, the, the float, the, the savior becomes the lightest thing on there and it ends up sticking straight up in the air and it just takes a a little bit deeper water for those to go off because the the, all the air gets forced up to the top where the salt cabinet cavity is and it's just harder for them to go off so we're i'm working on those um right now as we speak um we're kind of working on a a little bit different fence system for them so that they they work a little bit better and and for the camera people um a lot of the camera people don't really care about the reload system they just wanted Mm. to keep buying you know full shafts the, the shaft that goes in there yeah we're gonna kind of do, do it where you just you don't have to do all that you can just put a new you can just put a whole new um, body on there and it not be 50 bucks every time I don't want to do that to people yeah you know, I, I want I want them to be able to reload it quick and it not have to be, you don't have to go through all that. Like you do on a fishing rod on a fish and, and, and on those, on those type of things. I mean, they're not really all that worried about weight where, you know, a, um, a fishing rod, that's all we're worried about is the weight, you know, we want to keep, yeah. want to keep it as light as possible. So that's why we epoxied on and, and, uh, you know, keep as many pieces off of it as we can as simple I and mean, keep it as simple as we possibly can. So,
3: Well, I think we're winding down, unless Josh has anything else.
4: Yeah. Um, Do you guys have any new products or anything you'd like to showcase?
2: I don't have any new products, man. We are working on some stuff, though. Um, We've got some ideas to, you know, we've been listening to our customers the whole time. Um, I know um, some things that they're looking for, um, and we're working on it. Um, We've been... Working on some things. I can't really say anything right now, but yeah, we, we, I can't. I can't give you anything to showcase, though, man. <laughs> we'll ha- we'll just
3: have to have you back on when you release all that info.
2: Yeah, exactly.
3: That'd be cool. Yeah, you're always welcome back whenever if you Thanks, ever have guys, anything. I
2: appreciate it. I appreciate Not a it. problem. Sorry got- I was late. Oh,
3: <laughs> don't worry about it, man. So, uh, uh, before you go, real quick, I'd, you. Do you have uh, anywhere where people can find you, uh, social media and stuff like that?
2: Yeah, um, you can saveyouroutdoors.com dot com is our website. S a v u r, outdoors dot um, com is our website, and uh, you can find us on Instagram. Both of them, save your, and Facebook, your outdoors. Um, we don't have a Twitter. I'm not on Twitter.
3: Yeah, <laughs> I don't think the fishing uh, universe is really on Twitter.
2: No, no. <laughs> but, no, I. It's too much for me. I I got two of them. That's it. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah. The two the, two important ones. <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly.
4: Well, Corey, I appreciate you coming on and talking about the products. Um, it's definitely, guys, something you guys should check out. Um, especially when you start really getting into fishing and start spending a lot of money on your rods and reels or even your GoPros. So, um, pay attention to save your outdoors. They'll be, you know, re-releasing their GoPro floats soon. And, um, you know, just keep that in mind, man. It's, uh, you know, Jay, Jay's always really talked highly of you guys and, you know, he's always been telling us, you know, you guys got to try this out. And so we thought we'd bring you back on the show and kind of go more in depth in regards to the product itself. So I do appreciate you coming back.
2: Thanks guys. I appreciate it.
4: Yep. I appreciate
3: it. And, uh, I guess we'll end it here. Uh, we'll see you guys next Thursday. Tune in tomorrow for the reel down and, uh, have a good weekend. Awesome, guys. Thank you. See ya.
1: Thanks for tuning in to another killer episode on paddle in Finn. on all your jig and tackle needs.
0: In Wild Country, rules were not created by man. Don't miss Wild Country, Wednesdays from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Primos. Speak the language. Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment. One of the most legendary shows in the outdoors is on Waypoint TV. Don't miss Primo's Truth About Hunting, Wednesday nights at 7 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.